Hello again. It's indomitable, incorrigible Ingrid here. Time for episode number 14 of my fortnightly podcast, Sustainable Mum. Yet again, it has been a thought-provoking fortnight. There's always something good out there if you look for it. And this time I would like to tell you about the morning when I saw the ducks taking flight up from the canal. There were three or four of them swimming peacefully. And then one of them decided, yeah, I want to take off like a jet. And the others followed suit, flew up. Then they sort of swirled around a bit. And then a couple of them dropped back down on the canal. And I just watched them and felt very peaceful and privileged to be able to see something so beautiful. So I would like to share some of my antics over the last fortnight with you. Vamos, vamos. Flight. This fortnight I've chosen actively to talk to you about two types of flight. Flight as in the ducks, which I'll talk about towards the end. And flight as in fleeing and having to take flight from a situation. I'm sure that everyone around the world has seen the images which are prevalent at the moment. Families fleeing from terrible situations and small children, elderly people on beds in wheelchairs with crutches, mothers clutching their daughters, clutching their sons, volunteers lifting out the prams and the buggies. These images burn themselves on our retinas. They are terrible. Just stop for a moment. Think about this experience of fleeing. You're terrified for your life. Everything is hectic. You're a few years old. You're a young teenager. You don't understand really what's going on, what your mum's doing, what your family's doing. Why are you fleeing? You have to rely on strangers and their goodness and their kindness. You have to hope that there will be people who help you physically and mentally and it must be an absolutely life-changing experience for everyone who has to go through it. No one chooses to flee. You're helpless and in many cases you may be hurt. You're hungry. Your heart is pounding. And you may have to be dragged. There may be difficult terrain to cross. There may be dangerous situations you're in or means of transport which really are not reliable and the adults are pulling you along with them. They understand why everything has to be fast. You don't. You're tired. You just want to sit down or lay down. You're crying. This is something that brings a lump to my throat as I'm sure it does with most people, all people with a heart. Flight in this case is for a mother, something which probably defines how you feel as a mother. Because as a mother, when you bring your children into the world, you want to protect them and keep them safe from harm and look after them. And if you have to flee from a situation, all of those aspects are totally out of your control. It's suddenly... It's all chance. It's like a pure lottery. 
you may be the lucky ones who get out from the situation. You may be the ones who have those Samaritans assisting you and watching out for you. But then again, you may not be. And it's this aspect of chance which must make you feel incredibly helpless as a parent. And my podcast is based around being a parent. I think in the introduction, I talk about how there are difficulties with being a parent when you're not living in the country that you grew up in, as is the case with me. And if you're trying to be a sustainable parent, which I am, then it makes life more difficult because the choices you make are always tempered by, is this really a good thing for the planet and for all of us living on Earth? So right now, being a parent, when you have to consider these aspects of terror and fear and uncertainty, it's a, an overwhelming situation. And I wanted to take the time to think about this aspect of flight and those people who are being forced into it. And remember that you can only take your hats off to people who go through this. They're mustering up those inner vestiges of strength they have somewhere inside of them. Sometimes they don't know they've got them, but they're, they're there. And they're somehow accessing that for the good of their children because they want to save their children and get them out of difficult, dangerous situation. They want to protect their children. And that's what we all want. All parents, we want to look after our children. We want to give them the best possible chance of a happy, healthy life. But now we're being confronted with the question, we want to give them the chance of survival. That was my <laughs> heartfelt utterance. I have found it very difficult in the last days to separate my everyday life as a mum in a relatively safe place from thinking about those mums and dads and other family members or friends who are dealing with flight. I am now going to move on to the second aspect of flight that I mentioned at the beginning because flight is a noun as well and the ducks taking flight at the beginning of my podcast are a happy reminder of the power of flight. And that's one thing that all parents try to give their children. You bring them into the world, the first decade and a half, you're concerned with getting them through every day and making sure they have enough to eat and the right things to eat, even when they don't want to. It's your job to make sure they get those nutrients and vitamins it's also your job to make sure that they get enough sleep. And boy, is that a problem like it was with Big Boy, who absolutely did not want to sleep. I remember the phase where he was getting up seven, eight, nine times from his little cot and trotting across the upstairs landing and standing at the top of the stairs. We were trying very hard to help him settle. And of course, it had the effect of us not having any sleep for a number of years. But yeah, the phase passed. Big boy learned how to settle, learned how to stay in bed. And now big boy is much bigger and much older. And now it's up to him how much sleep he gets. But I do see it as my job to remind him and Gherkin that they do need their sleep. Sometimes they don't want to go to bed. But you do have to go to bed. You do need to get those hours of sleep so your body can recharge. And it's my job to remind them. It's my job to make sure that they've got a bed that they can go to in peace and quiet, in a darkened room, make sure there's no flashing lights, make sure there's nothing to disturb them so their body can slowly wind down after a busy day. It's my job to do all those mundane little things at the moment, 
we're now entering the territory where my job is far more concerned with encouraging them and supporting them to hopefully be able to take flight from home in a few years and make their way out into that big wide world which can seem scary at times especially right now and I'm sitting here thinking of what the world is going to be like for them in a few years of course I have no idea I can only surmise I can't predict life is not predictable life is full of surprises and in order for Big Boy and Gherkin, to cope with those surprises, they need to be fit and healthy and happy and believe in themselves. And that's the greatest gift that I, as a parent, can give my children. The power of self-belief that when they stand there on that edge, about to take flight off, they'll trust in themselves, that they'll manage and that they won't crash. With all my heart, I see that as my greatest challenge, but something I'm willing to put in all of the effort I can muster. And I really don't know where I'm going with this now. I've ended up on a bit of a cliff edge. (laughs) Doesn't matter. It's a podcast. It's not the end of the world. I wanted to talk about the idea of flight. I have. I normally give you a tip and sometimes it's connected with the topic I'm talking about. So completely spontaneously, I'm searching around in my head, what could I possibly say about flight, which is a good tip. I suppose, uh, being sustainable, that flight is a luxury if we're talking about aeroplanes. And we should be careful with the amount of luxury we consume. I'm not going to be one of those people who says, you should never set foot on an aeroplane again, because it's very bad for damaging our planet with your carbon emissions. If I said that, I would be being a hypocrite because I was on a plane last year and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed where we flew to. I didn't enjoy the wearing the mask on the plane for all those hours. But back to flight. Maybe we should become more sensible consumers. We do have aeroplanes. They do allow us to see other parts of our beautiful planet. But if we want it to stay beautiful, we should really think very hard before we purchase another flight. Maybe save up your treats and maybe have a little bit less than you would have had some years ago. Fewer flights, better planet. I think that's enough for today. Big Boy has got a busy weekend and I don't want him to be sitting here for hours editing. So it just remains for me to say, thank you folks. It's the end of the podcast for this fortnight. And I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to me and giving me some of your precious minutes. I hope that good things happen to you and your loved ones. And I very much hope that more good things will happen to more people in the next fortnight and fewer bad, sad things. Let's all try and hope for that. It's all from me for now. Take care of yourselves and toodle pip.